Hello and welcome to the Jacob Snacky Show, episode 13. With me today is Mark Otto. How are you, Mark? Groovy. Also joining us today, maybe, possibly, we'll see how much he actually talks, is my fiance and Mark's daughter, Noelle. How are you, Noelle? I'm all right. Hi, Noelle. She's Hello. only all right. <laughs> she got her hair done today. She looks, looks great. She doesn't... Uh, I like it. Doesn't want her... No, I don't even know what I was going to say now. Doesn't want recognition of Doesn't want recognition of, the of fact. it. Of the fact that she got her hair done. So re- disregard. Please disregard the previous message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Jury strike that from the uh, record. <laughs> jury strike that from the record. That's not... The jury doesn't keep the record. Oh, good point. What's that, what's that person called, anyway, that keeps the record in the court? The document. Keeper. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's got a na- he or she's uh, got a name. Something about a T. I want to say, Telemundo. <laughs> Telemundo. <laughs> sure, we'll go uh, with Telemundo, the TV channel for Spanish. In a courtroom, what is the what is the keeper? record keeper's name? I, don't they have like shorthand? They got to do like short. They got to they got to like yeah they got to like type it in and it's all different. Calligraphist or something like uh, that. Calligraphist. Uh, that's that's, like callig- that, that's calligraphy, but right, that's not. But I think there's something like that. It's in the name. Um, We're gonna. Noel's gonna. Be but anyway, I want to talk about uh, one of the, the the problems I feel like we're having in society here, and the the bit one of the big problems, and I think it this starts kind of the trend of why people are the way they are currently right now, and that is that. As kids, they're not learning how to win and lose because everybody's just getting participation trophies. Thank uh, you they for don't coming. keep score. Right. They don't, you know, there's there's a lot of leagues now. They don't even keep score. Yeah. They just basically throw them out it's there. They just play. Lo- and mm-hmm. It's not about, well, but the thing is you have to <laughs> learn how to lose. Right. That's how people become hard workers. They lose and they get to the point where they're like, oh, I don't want to lose anymore. I want to be a winner. And, you know, when you're teaching these kids to just basically it doesn't matter. It well, ain't going to matter if you win or lose. Who like cares? a lot of things, I'm in a very open-minded man, and I, I see things. I, I understand what they're getting at, but they've taken it too far like they do everything else. Right. They're just they're too far in that direction. Well, to me, like, what is what, what good comes out of it? It's the same as not, not unlike, to me, it's not unlike spanking children. I mean, you know, you can't even look at a, a child wrong. And you're, oh, my God. Right. Oh, my God. You need to call you know, Child Protective Services. I got done. I wouldn't eat my um, vegetables at dinner. And Mom and Dad looked at me funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, <come on>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's it's out of hand. Back when kids used to get their ass beat for way less. Right. I, I, ag- like. I agree to, with you 100%. 100%. Um. Yeah, no. There's there's just no way. Um there's just no way. I don't think it does any good, honestly. You wait, what? You don't want to hurt their feelings? Like I, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't I, I don't I don't even know. It's like, it's wh- like a I think the principle that they're they're in their in their mind's eye is to keep everyone on the same playing field. Everyone's fairness, you know. Uh just because you're great at something, the other person, I, I, or something to that effect, like right. like everybody is good at something. Right. So if you well, just try, just try. But my thing is, is it's not even teaching them to really try because no. there's no good, there's no outcome, yeah. there's no win, there's no lose, there's no anything. You're just literally out there playing. Like that's just that's dumb. 
Like, and you have to learn how to lose because you're going to lose. At some point, they're going to start keeping score, and you're going to lose. You might as well teach them that early. I'd rather start teaching that, you know, right away. If I'm not putting my kids in a league that doesn't keep score, and if I do, I'm going to keep score myself, and I'll tell them at the end, you lost or you won. They they got to keep score. I, I don't think there is a league in Racine right now that keeps score anymore. If they're if they're not, I think at like the eighth grade level anymore, something like that. I just think that's stupid. Like, I don't know. Stenographer. A stenographer. That's, that's like the that's courtroom. A courtroom. I thing. thought it was something calligraphy, stenography. Stenography. Fee. There's a fee at the end of there. Yeah, yeah. There's a fee. But anyway, um, I had to blurt it out. <laughs> um, no, but I I think I know a couple of parents that have done that actually. They they tried to find a league that actually kept score. They couldn't, so they keep score themselves, and they let them know like right. how they did and stuff like that. I think it's important for, you know, the the development of human beings to learn what it's like to win, what it's to like fall, to lose. To, like they, to, to fall and to get up The again. thing is, is you can try and wait and hold off on them learning how to lose and fail, and then when they do, it's just going to be that much worse when right. they actually do and they ha- have some type of issue. Then, then the problem becomes... They don't think they're the problem. They think everybody else but, is the problem. But I also understand some some parents, some fathers, some whatever, in sports, like Little League and stuff, they take it too far. They're like, they drive children at too young of an age to excel. I So I get the, the underlying principle of what they're trying to say, but it just it's, it goes too far. Yeah, it's, it's, it's gotten out of hand with yeah. the... With, uh, I mean, to not even keep score at all, right. like not even have yeah. a, a scoreboard, nothing. No, that's wrong. Like, what's the point of even playing at that point? Right. Like, there's no point. There's no point in playing. It, it doesn't make any, any sense. Well, there wasn't really any point in keeping score of that last 2K NBA game we just played. <laughs> <laughs> on your on your part, maybe. <laughs> well, I'm saying 258 <laughs> to 100, uh, yeah. 258 to 100, yeah. But, I mean, that... I'm used to playing the computer, and so what happens is when we play, I lower the difficulty because the higher difficulty you go, the harder it is to hit certain shots and the harder it is to get, like, a perfect meter. True. So I'll lower it a little bit just because you don't play that often. Yeah, yeah I have But then all while. that does is it helps me. But then right. if I raise the difficulty, it still kind of helps me because I, I always play at that difficulty. Right, it's so easier. It's it. yeah. So either way, it's about the same for me. So that I don't know if that but, makes me – it's kind of like a participation trophy, what you just told me. <laughs> Because I didn't know it was on a lower level. Because I, I don't think I maybe hit one green shot the whole game. Yeah, so. but you haven't played in a while. We've been playing no. PGA I, I pretty fun. much always. I had fun um, participating. And I mean, that's what happens. I mean, I, I what I scored one twenty nine with just Damian Lillard. Yeah. Sixty eight in the first. Quarter. Um, sixty eight in the first quarter with the whole team. I mean, that's. But gaming, I, I just enjoy it. It's a Sunday, and we just had a good right. Time. It's just fun. Yeah. Um, speaking in kind of the same tone as as kids not learning to win and win or lose what what do you think is a good point or a good age um to give uh, a child or a kid their first phone i would think uh it's changed over the years uh noel do you remember how you were when i got your first phone when you wanted started to really feel like you wanted a phone do you have any recollection middle school okay like probably 12 10 Seventh grade. Seventh, I would yeah. say I I was already into it at six, but yeah. we got it around seventh. Seventh grade, which like is, that which feeling. I of even feel like was a little early, but more because of 
everybody. Did you just correct me? No, I yeah, said more into, into, the, into the, mic. the mic. Oh, I'm just trying to make sure everybody into can hear you. The center of the mic. That's all. The center of the mic catches it the best. It's a learning curve. I did not correct you. It took me a while too. <laughs> <laughs> a little while. So. All right. So what'd you say? Seventh. Seventh yeah, grade. Yeah, and I feel like it was like a little early, but like everybody else in the school had their phone already, and I felt left out, well, which is not. Like, as a parent, if when I become a parent, I don't know how early. Like, but well, there's, a, lot, there's a whole other world on nah, the internet. <laughs> but you've pretty much had, um, like, a nice phone for a while now, right? Since the first one you got, you've been, like, in phones, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> phone land. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yikes. But, no, I think, so I got mine for my birthday at the end of eighth grade. So it was close to the end of eighth grade. I got it. I think it was just so I didn't just randomly get a phone for a random day. She yeah. wanted to give it to me as like a gift. So I got it for my birthday. So right at the end of eighth grade is when I got it. So just before freshman year, I think that's the best time. Like 13, right before you go into freshman so year of high school. So 10 years ago, roughly. Yeah. 10. Yeah. About to 10 to, yeah. Just saying. It's like roughly that R- long ago. So let's Look see at how it, much it's yeah. changed now. I mean, you're, what What would you say most kids nowadays, what do you I think? I feel is, like there's elementary there's, school there's, kids There's that kids have for them. sure. There's kids for sure. I've seen them walking out of the school at, in like second grade with a phone, with, wow. a, with a straight up iPhone, like that's, new that's one. That's messed That up. is just way too early. I mean, you're talking six, seven-year-olds. You see them with a phone. You think maybe that's their parents' phone, but their parents are on the phone. That's their phone, their that's own just phone. Ridiculous, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's scary. It's to, unnecessary. So what? The reason what does I, a six-year-old need a phone for? Because that's a that's something you guys are going to have to in in the future probably um, have to deal with. I'm more or less done dealing with it. Right. But my thoughts on it, oh man, not. I I think when I got it, there's freshman there's year of high school, ten, 10 to I will listen to my kid bitch and moan. Yeah. For years, right? I I'm not gonna cave on that. You yeah. you don't get a phone till freshman year of high school. Yeah, that's right before your freshman year of high school. At some point during that time, that summer before freshman year of high school is when they should begin. Will the there phone. be a black market on phones? Like, probably. I'm sure there would be kids selling Amen. phones at s- school and shit. Amen. There's got to already be that. You need a yeah. phone. I mean, and the <laughs> thing is, is like you said, basically the reason why kids want phones earlier and earlier is because kids in their class start getting them, and then they're like, well. But he's got one, right. or she's got That's one. I want to get one. Because everybody else one. has one. Or, or do you think there will be a change in the, uh, you know, the actual mm, shape, everything? Will, will it go more to like a smaller, something easier? I don't know. I'm just like, well, the iWatch has sort of already went that direction a little bit. Oh, right, because you can basically use an iWatch as a complete phone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Calling, texting. But I mean. I swear, if I there's we start kids seeing kids, that with, have a- yeah, Apple there is watches. kids that have Apple watches. I've yeah. seen kids. that before. Yeah. Little kids, they the fact that they even make a little kids band is yeah. just wrong. Yeah, like I there agree. should there doesn't there's no kid on the face of this earth that needs an Apple watch no, for any reason. There's no company that's not going to stop trying to profit from anything that can exploit. Yeah, well, because they know a lot of parents, especially now, they just give their kids whatever they want. Yeah, as long as they're not whining and complaining. Cool. I'll give you whatever yeah, well, you, whatever all, I need to do. It's become almost like a pacifier. Yeah. Yeah. Here, it's, here, a, it's a new here. instead of a electronics mental. became a pacifier versus the actual literal pacifier. Yeah. Um, here. Because I feel like there's there. I mean, like I said, there's kids I've seen like kindergartners with their own phone. Right. That's or iPads. They have their own iPads. iPads are a little. So different. the iPad thing. 
if you buy like a shared iPad for the house or something, and you let the kid have games on there, and you give them like an well, hour yeah, to to time, play, and like you limited. give them you know you give them that little bit of time, that's different. But as far as just literally having your own phone, it's unnecessary. I just I don't see it. So, what would we agree on then? You think about thirteen? Oh, I. I that's, that's right. So 12, 13, somewhere around there. Yeah. I was going to go down to 10, but 12. I think, 13. I think eight, about 13 because of teenager. Teenager. I, I like right. Teenager. So I think my teenager. cousin, my uh, cousin, my younger cousin, Evan, just recently got his first phone. And I hate to say it. I hope he doesn't listen to this one if he's ever listened before or anything like that. But I don't quite, can't quite pick how old he is or how old he's turning. He, yeah, his yeah. birthday's uh, uh, coming up in a couple of weeks. I think he's turning 13 or 14, so he's right there. Yeah. I mean, or I think he's turning 13. No, God, he's older Is than that. Is that one, the one that went to the basketball or the movie that one time with yeah, us? Yeah, yeah, we yeah, went and saw uh, Uncle Drew with him, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but he just recently got his first phone. Um, I think, like I said, going into high school, I can see having a phone because there's more... I don't know. There's more you can get into in high school. Right. Well, and I think a lot of times why kids are getting phones earlier is because no one has landlines anymore. True. It used to be when you go to a friend's house, the parents kind of connected, which they still can right, through cell phones or something. More the kids now. But now it's more the kids texting the parents. And there is no home phones, like you said. There is no landline. So there's no way to, if the ki- parents are out, they can't even call the but kids it's at hard, home. Right. This is where versa. I get in my head because like, if I have a kid in middle school, and this is before eighth grade, and they're at like an after school dance or like something, I want to be in communication with them how am i going to communicate with them? it's called be one of the chaperones at stuff like that there's always chaperones true and i'm going to be that parent that i'm well, going to be one of those chaperones stuff you should be able to right uh, yeah like it's there's no doubt about it and there's not a lot of those happening anymore in middle school they don't do a lot of that stuff yeah. um and the teachers and the chaperones more yeah they have right they have well and that's the thing too you, you, now you get the teacher's cell phone number you get the your their little their little friends. You get their parents' cell phone numbers. You keep in contact with them. Uh, up until high school, there is no excuse you can give me to give your kid a phone. Uh, look, I'm 52. I'll be 53 in a month. And I right now, I, we've talked about this briefly. I brought it up in, in in previous podcasts, and and I've talked about it frequently with friends, you included, um, in that recently, and. Donnie and, and others, I when I go to work lately, I either shut my phone completely off, put it in airplane mode. I've even locked it in my locker for the complete shift. I, I've sometimes taken my coat, left it in my coat pocket, didn't turn it on until I got back home. And it's weird because I do miss it. Like I want to check the score of a Bucks game with them coming up now or the Badgers when they play or or just like breaking news, somebody will blurt something out, and I'm like, oh, I want to Google that on break time or whatever. Right. But it's a wonderful feeling. It's like freedom. There's been times, I'm not a, I'm not joking when I say this right now, where I'm at work, and during break for like 15 minutes, I will just sit there. I've been reading like tremendous amount, but I'll get into that. But I'll just sit there and just think. And I'll, I'll kind of look around, watch other people. People will walk... <coughs> Excuse me. People will walk down the aisle, literally with their phone out in front of them, just walking, like for you know the whole length of the building, and they don't—they're looking at their phone, <laughs> right, or the looking entire time. down, 
I, I mean, come on. What, and I and I'm, while I'm watching this, I'm thinking to myself, this is this is where we we're at. Right. This Everybody's is face reached. is buried in their phone. Three, four people going out at lunchtime to going out to go leave on their phones, yep. walking on their phones. Yep. Um. It's gotten. It is. It's gotten out of control. Right. I, am I saying it's all bad? No, I love. Well, no. There's a lot of good that comes out of it, but I feel right. like right now we've gotten to the point where it's more bad than good. That's a really good question to um, be asking because it, it's it. That's where it starts. I mean, that's the that's well, right stages. when they get it. Because here's the thing, it's like, so, <laughs> I always say that my mom is the reason I'm addicted to soda, because they say when you try something at a younger age, it gets old quicker. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was literally like not even allowed to touch a soda basically until I was like in eighth grade. Yeah. She was like, no, you can't have a soda. Then it was, you can have a little sip of a soda or something like that. I couldn't like fully have a soda. Right. So when it finally got to the point where she was just letting me have like a full soda, I'm like, well, I'm going to milk this shit. I'm going to have a lot of soda then. Yeah, yeah. And so I was just drinking soda all the time because I didn't get to before. Right. Now, I'm probably going to be the same way because I don't really see the point of giving a kid a soda. It's just loaded with sugar, and yeah. there's no reason for Especially it. Especially Mountain Dew. Then you got the caffeine. Everything. Right. You got everything, and yeah. and kids don't really need soda. But when you constantly say like, no, you can't have that, it makes you want it more. And then once you finally get it, you want to like get a, take in it's, as much of it as you can. Like you almost missed something beforehand. It's an interesting subject, and. Another one that I've always correlated and looked at was cigarettes, smoking. Right. You know, parents, people would say, well, you know, kids are going to grow up and be smokers because their parents do. No. No. Usually it's the not. opposite. Usually the because opposite. my dad smoked. And they And when I, would be, when I would be around him and stuff, I'm like, I am never yeah. fucking doing this. There's I no did. way. I when Noel was young in the car, I smoked a lot. Yeah. I'd be like, are you guys okay? I'd always ask. I'd roll the window down and I'd blow it out. See, well, and that's the thing, too. Still, there's some people that are very, like, courteous with yeah, it o- yeah. almost in a way and then there's some people that just don't give a fuck no i got to a point where i cared and i i didn't know not do it just right i'm like no i'm not gonna right because like you know there there's some people that they just don't care yeah, they'll no. just blow it it's right. basically going right in your face whereas there's some considerate smokers and stuff like that um but yeah i mean that's even another thing you see kids walking out of high school 15 16 year olds smoking a fucking cigarette yeah yeah it's nasty They're what nasty you can't even buy them. Where are you getting them from? Right. I don't get it. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And I got, I just, I bought a cigar. I do have a casual cigar. I shouldn't. Well, I, I do. And I, I bought a pack and I got carded by this chick that's like maybe 25, 30. Right. I got carded. Right. I guess they have to. They, it's, 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 it's so, yeah. I heard actually, uh, well, I heard actually there was someone who recently got fired for not, not carding someone at a store because oh. they don't cart. They they would not cart people that are like, you know, 80 years old. Right. But they're supposed to car, it, card everyone. every single person, no matter how old you are. The thing is, is why why do you take offense to that? Oh, like I these, didn't. I right. Didn't. Some I kinda... of these people that are like, well, what the fuck you need to see my card for? Right, right. And like, I think that's what, because I worked at Walgreens and I had to card people. And it was very uncomfortable just because some people are just so pissed off at you. And it's like, I'm just doing this because my job wants me to. Like, requires I understand to. that you are of age and you look of age, but I can I, I don't want to get, I'm covering my ass. That's like, well said. Well, yeah. like, and the thing is, is what I would say. So I've worked retail but not retail where they're selling cigarettes and stuff where you had to card people i worked at menards for a while and stuff like that but um i would easily just you know the simple thing well why do you need to card me for dude i'm required to card you so you can either give me my card or you're not getting your cigarettes it's that simple yeah 
Which one is it? No, I've never minded. I, I've either alcohol or cigarettes. Well, and that's the thing too. If anything, of, it's a compliment. Yeah. If they're actually cart like legitly carting because they don't know if you're of age or not. Right. Well, I always get carted. So. Well, then I started to think she might be thirty. I was like, "How you doing?" You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I um, just laugh because I'm like. Right, because it's like, I'll be 50, really? like back when I was almost 50, I'll be 50, but yeah, here, yeah, you can look at it. Right, you know. okay, man, if yeah. you, you don't think it's so or whatever. It's a compliment. Right, like, I just, I don't understand why people get uh, get upset over that. So, yeah, we would agree somewhere around 12, 13, uh, the age to get, get the first phone. That's, um, that she's almost 30, how you doing joke was simply to get the reaction I just got out of the world, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, Another thing, so this is something I thought of that I actually seen in this question on Facebook. Um, it's a very hard question to answer. I found it easy, so we'll see what you guys think. So it's it's the last three meals question. Now, these aren't like the last three meals you're going to eat before you die. These are if you could only eat one four-course meal per breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what would it be? So like every single day you have to eat the same thing for breakfast, the same thing for lunch, the same thing for dinner. What are each thing you can have up to four courses in your in in each 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 in each one so So here i'll give you mine i'll give you mine so it helps so for breakfast i said french toast bacon hash browns and sausage that's what i would eat i could eat that every day for breakfast no problem okay lunch was easy i don't even need four courses pizza and some form of breadstick cool that's lunch for dinner i said steak potatoes corn and rice the reason i went with steak was because you can change marinades, you can change seasonings, you can change, you know, whatever. You can do different kinds of rice, different kinds of potatoes. Um, corn's always good. So that's kind of why I went with steak. Because I could have easily went with something super easy like spaghetti or, or something like that. Uh, but I think that gives me a good mix of different things. But breakfast was the easiest one for me because I always, anytime I have any kind of like good hearty breakfast food, it's always French toast bacon and hash browns and sausage if I can have it because uh, I love the shredded hash browns. Those are my absolute, absolute favorite. And, of course, I had to keep pizza in there. Um, so what do you do you think you got yours, uh, your, your, I'm kinda, your meals? I'm kind of compiling one here. I would go – I would similar on, on breakfast. I'm going to go um, sausage uh, patties and eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, it gets kind of tough. It to does because you're like, I'm okay, I only got four. Cereal and milk. Well, cereal and milk would be one by in its own. That's a bowl of cereal. Um, that that's all together. That doesn't have okay, to be two okay. separate well, then, ones. Well, then just bre- uh, toast. You know, like toast or bagels. So toast. So toast. Cere- a bowl of cereal. Uh, bacon and eggs or, or sausage. Sausage, and, sausage eggs. and eggs. Yeah, yeah. I'd go with sausage because yeah, sausage right. and eggs. Right. Um, lunch. Then I would go. I probably real close to what you just said. Pizza. Pi- just pi- I said pizza and breadsticks. That's I, all I pizza need. Pizza and breadsticks, and I'm, I'm trying to think of something else. But uh, you, if you got, you could you can go limitless with the toppings. With the on toppings the pizza, on so. pizza, right? Yeah. Say, but that's, it has to be the same, or you can change. No, the you can change the toppings yeah, and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and then for like that's why for dinner I said steak because like I said you can marinate it, you can season it, you can cook it, you know, in a couple of different ways. Potato steak. Uh, yep. Potato steak, corn, and rice is what I said. Just because you can have different kinds of rice, you know, different yeah, flavorings and stuff I, like that. I'm in, I'm in pretty much full agreement with you. I would just like milk and cereal in there for the breakfast, and I'd maybe add like pudding or something, a little bit yogurt or something for lunch. Oh, like add like a yogurt. little little something something. I like yogurt, and it's a, it's uh, it's not really filling. 
but it, it's a good it's good for you and it's kind of a good you get a, some different flavors it's kind of a good it's kind yeah. of a good it's kind of a good, good. Uh, um yeah uh if you i mean like i said you got to think i i pretty much already do eat mostly the same stuff every day yeah for the most part um but like it, it was on this list of things that popped up on facebook talking about um hard questions to answer and this is the one that caught my eye and i'm like it's not really that hard though right like you just pretty much got to pick not even your favorite foods you got to almost pick foods that there can be some form of variety in there so pizza is easy because there is you know you can do whatever you want toppings wise and there you go i i if i had to if i could keep milk like some dairy and yogurt in there i could eat the same four items literally pizza being one of them all the time Oh yeah, well, I pretty much. Meals. I pretty much already <laughs> just narrow, no, no, pretty four, much already do go, that. I could go right, and that's well. That was going to be my next question. What would you say your staple is right now? What do you eat the most of? Pizza? Oh, pizza. Yeah, pizza. No doubt. It's pretty much pizza's been the staple for me for pretty much ever. Yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't put a and date it's kind or of a, a year choice, isn't on it? it. It's easy. Yes, it's quick. Well, it's easy, but, it's choice, but I mean, I I, I love I pizza. Love, I love it. So yeah. I mean, it's not like I get I. Pizza is something I've never gotten sick of. There's a couple of things where I'm like, hey, do you want this? And it's like, nah. Yeah. But pretty much any time if someone's like, hey, I'm getting pizza. Do you want any? I'm like, yeah, I'll take some pizza. Not necessarily on a daily basis, but what's your all-time favorite pizza ever? Like like from a restaurant or? or ever. Any any kind Frozen, of pizza. Anywhere you've been. Hmm. Like for me, Man, for tough. me, I would say that the best, and I just had a piece at work. Uh, a gentleman offered me some leftovers, and I had a piece of cold Rockies. Rockies is my favorite. Oh, yeah, Rockies is great. If I had yeah. to say, you know, that I would, I would say Rockies would be my my favorite. I've had a lot of different ones that are right up there with it. Right, yeah, Rockies is up there for me for it, sure. I yeah. used to go there a lot when I worked at a, I worked at the car dealership that wasn't too far away from there, so I used to go there a lot. Um, Rockies is definitely up there. Um, God, I just, I'm trying to think. I always loved, um, I, I, I haven't been as fond of it lately. Uh, but I, I still, it's good every time, uh, is the stuffed crust pizza from Pizza Hut. I love, um, toppers, maybe toppers is up there. Um, you know what? I might, I'd probably have to agree with you though. Like if I'm, if I'm, if I'm thinking, all right, I want to get like, a really good slice of pizza. Yeah. It, it's Rockies. It's hard to beat it because you can get either the full pizza and have leftovers, or you can just go there and get a slice. There's not a lot of places like that where you can just go get a slice. Right. What's that place that's always in the strip malls and malls and stuff? Sabaro or oh yeah, Bear or I haven't whatever. had a lot of it. But that's pretty good pizza too. Yeah, I used to. We actually used to get that. Um, if we went ever drove down to Illinois, they got that. Uh, uh, thing over the highway that like bridge over the highway that you can stop in they got like different restaurants in it Do you know what i'm talking about uh, if you're yeah. driving down to illinois on i-94 you can um there's like a uh it's like the overpass but it's a, it's an enclosed yeah. building on the overpass that's got you know like restaurants in it like a, a oasis right, right like an oasis yeah um and it's i mean that's that's where we used to get it because it used to be in there um Sabaro. Sabaro, yeah. yeah. Um, I think in the uh, Southridge Mall there is one. There, yeah. Well, at least there used to be. I know yeah. so there's been a lot of them that have kind of like almost disappeared. I haven't there used seen to be many a, of there them. There used but. to be a place in a, in a mall up north where I grew up. There used to be a place called Hot Sam's. Not pizza, but it was uh, pretzels. 
Oh, and, okay. Uh, I don't know where I got, but that's Sammy's. Sammy's Pizza was the big, uh, oh, okay, big really good pizza place. What about uh, what's your go-to for frozen pizzas? Um, honestly, I don't know. Go, my go-to, what I usually end up getting is mm-hmm. if I go to Walmart, is the Great it's Value great Rising value, Crust. Rising Crust, which is basically a generic ch- DiGiorno's. Right. Um, uh, I would say so DiGiorno's. For, so for me, um, I love Tombstone Pizza. Yeah. Um. And then probably second would be the Jack's Natural Rise Pizza. Yeah. And then just regular Jack's Thin is good. I would say that Jack's Natural, they're all, all three of those. Right. The Natural Rising are good. I like Right. I love, I love Tombstone because normally I'm not a big, I like the crust. I like it to be heavy, I guess, in a way, you know, a little thicker. Yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, Tombstone's like thin, but not at the same time. Like it gets a crunch, but it's, you know, not overly, you know, paper thin and stuff like that. Whereas Jax is like super thin, yeah. Tombstone's kind of in the middle, and then but I love Tombstones. Have I think it's herbs? their sauce and their yeah. Step below. It's okay. I'll yeah. tell you what though, I will never, ever, again buy home run in pizza. Really? I hate to you know. Yeah. Well, I don't. I, if well, you I'm like it. Someone that really loves it, and I I never really understood. Oh God, is it nasty? And uh, yeah. Oh my God, I hate that pizza. Right. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the sauce. I feel like a lot of times it's the sauce. Yeah, that's what that's makes what breaks. that's what kind of makes or breaks yep. a, a, a pizza for me. It's like a um, flavor in the sauce. There's something. Yeah, there's some type of spice or that you did have or didn't have that cheese. Just, cheese can be variable. Cheese can kind of, but it doesn't make right. Or well, because there's some pizzas you get like a five cheese blend or something that it's still good or you get the classic just mozzarella cheese in there too but there's a lot of pizzas where i can literally eat it there's there's uh one of the off brand i can't even tell you what it is i think it's aldi's brand pizza Uh, i don't it's not bad yeah it's not bad like i'll eat it but i don't like the sauce and i can tell right away it's the sauce that i don't care for mind it but i didn't like it as much once i got both one time i had both of the value yeah, the great value is way better. You use the pizzazz, don't you? Uh, no. Or do you not I, use that anymore? I have a pizzazz. <laughs> and, and I even, it was a running joke. Right. That, like, Come on right. over. We'll yeah, every time. Have a every time. Yeah, we'll fire up a pizza on the pizzazz and we'll throw <laughs> every single time. Uh, no, yeah, I've just funny. been making it in the uh, gas oven in the unit. And there. the stone. Yep. See, so my mom, we, we bought this pizza oven, I don't know, a long time ago. Um, and it got discontinued, but I don't know why it got discontinued because it makes the best, like it cooks a frozen pizza. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so it got discontinued, but when we were uh, moving out, we took the model number off of the the thing and and just eBay searched it. Someone was selling it on eBay, basically brand new. It looked hardly fucking used for like 50 bucks. Nice. So we bought it and I'm telling you, it just makes like it cooks pizza perfectly and you can't you can't buy it in stores anymore. no it's oh, completely no. discontinued and that's you know i never understood that because we bought it, so we broke the dial on the one my mom has the dial broke off so we actually we bought a new one thinking okay well we don't want to use this one one of the dials is broken off so we bought a new one and it cooked it very unevenly didn't like it it had like double burners that you could turn one on one off or have hmm. both on and if you turn both on it still like cooked the bottom more than the top it was weird so we ended up getting rid of that one, and we decided to just go back to that one, and we used a screwdriver or some pliers to turn the to turn the fucking dial, yeah, yeah. just because it worked so much better. And I mean, now we got this one; it's got it's still got both dials. But yeah, I'm telling you, literally 
almost every, except for the Jack's Naturalize, sometimes will take a little extra time. Literally, you put, pop that thing in the pizza oven, 15 minutes on the dot Perfect. every single time. Perfectly yeah. cooked yeah. frozen pizza almost every fucking time. And Those, I do once in a great while go a little over so it gets that brown, not quite burnt, but brown. I like when, so I obviously, I normally do like a pepperoni pizza, you know. I like it when the pepperoni almost gets a little cooked. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like what it else? gets that, it's, it's like Crispy. a crust almost yeah. on itself. Yep. Like that. I, I like when it gets like that a little bit. Um. But so now I got a question. So if you're gonna, if you you know, you get up, go to work, whatever, um, you need a little bit of energy. You, you're reaching for an energy drink or a cup of coffee first. Like if you had to pick just between one of those, um, uh, horse apiece for me. I've had both. I've I've had moments, times in my life when I liked both equally. I would say I want in the future going forward. I want it to be more like coffee or cappuccino. Right. Well, because coffee like. Despite the stuff you add into coffee, especially if you drink just straight black coffee, but even when you add stuff into coffee, coffee's a little bit better for awesome. you because yeah, you can get you can get you get a lot of you know there's a lot of good in coffee. Like I said, obviously if you drink it black, you get all of that you know kind of stuff, and then when you start adding all this sugary stuff in there, then it it gets worse for you. But um, I've had some it's of the better for drinks. you than energy drinks. Roll way better. Energy drinks are not good for you. No. They're not. But but I I do like some of them because of the flavors. Some of them taste like right, ass. but some of them like taste really horrible. Like Red Bull, yeah. Red Bull is nasty. No, I, yeah. I don't do I don't Red get Bull. That. Um, even some of the monsters I don't like. I only liked like the um, lemonade rehab. The, the original peach. I didn't like. Like um, you, you know what's really cr- crazy good though? Newer Bang. Yeah, they're drink. good. Yeah, yeah. I've had a couple of them. They're I they're pretty they, good. I think they have real fruit juice or something. Yeah, well, and flavors. that's why like the kickstart, yeah. the Mountain Dew kickstarts or the Mountain Dew game fuels. Same. They're like ten percent juice and like five percent juice or whatever. So you got a little bit of there's a little bit more flavor in there. Right. Whereas some of these other ones, like I don't even know how to explain how they taste. I used to always say so. Like I used to drink Nas. Yeah. And I honestly like now I don't really care for it. But I used to always say, like, that people would be like, well, what does it taste like? And I really couldn't think of it. I'm just kind of like, it tastes like energy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) that's that's why. I I used to say this a lot. Like, regular black coffee. People drink coffee not for the taste. They drink it for the feeling you get. You you get energized. You feel good. And you're addicted to uh, to caffeine. Right. But, yes, there is a lot of the flavored coffees. Obviously, there's flavor. And it's good. And they vary. Uh, some of the creamers you can add, Snickers, Snickerdoodle, and different creamers. So I love coffee. I love iced coffee. I love hot coffee. But I can totally be okay with just not having it for days. Like yeah. It doesn't. I don't get that. Oh my God! I need caffeine like bad. But issue. but do you notice you don't feel quite as energized though during those times? A little bit. Yeah. Like some days I'll be like, eh, maybe I should right. have a coffee. But like I don't. I don't feel like it's like I get. Some I don't people like Jacob. He gets headaches if he doesn't have like his Mountain Dew. I'm highly, highly addicted to caffeine. Like yeah, it's I bad. There's no doubt about it. I will literally. So it, I'll go a day without soda. I'll be like, you know what? I'm not gonna have any soda. Literally the very next day, headache all day. Yeah. What happens? I'll be like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I, I am not. I'm not gonna do this. Like you I'm don't not feel gonna, like doing nothing. You're no. Well, I just. Well, yeah. and I'm not. I'm not as like. I'm not. I don't get lazy, but it just. I get a headache, and then the headache pisses me off, so I'll grab a soda, and literally 15 minutes after I drink that soda, Feel the headache gone. Yeah. Gone. Good, good so good. I know it's the caffeine. That was a good point, Noel. Very good. Um, But, yeah, well, and that's my thing, too. 
So like uh, like Phil Mickelson, the golfer, and I've heard a couple other athletes and stuff talk about the fact that they drink coffee all day long almost. Yeah. Um, they'll eventually go to decaf so that they're not, you know, Wired, fucking yeah. bouncing off the fucking walls. <laughs> but, um, but that means when you start drinking decaf coffee just so you have a cup of coffee all day long, you're doing it for the nutrition value. Right. The, what you're getting out of drinking black. Because he drinks straight black coffee all day long. He goes caffeinated in the morning, and then once he gets to about afternoon, he starts going decaf, and he'll drink decaf all day long. He'll my throw folks, water and stuff in my there. My folks but do drink decaffeinated coffee, and when I go up there, I have a cup. I don't really run to the coffee maker because to right. me, coffee is to wake up, to feel good. Right. I, I If I was going to drink something flavored, I'd rather have juice or... Right. I, I hate to say energy drink. Any It doesn't have to be. And not necessarily soda either. But uh, like a Powerade. I like Gatorade. I like Powerade Well, right. And that's the funny thing, too, is Gatorade's beneficial when you're working out, but they say it's horrible for you when you're not doing anything. Because uh, the whole point of a Gatorade or of a, of a Powerade and of these, these sports drinks are to rejuvenate your electrolytes and stuff like that from... Working up a sweat, yeah, right? right. Yeah, put it back. And so when you're when you're drinking it and you're just sitting on the couch doing nothing, yeah. And you're drinking it; it's not replenishing anything. It's almost adding it. Right. I don't know if you've ever noticed when you drink Gatorade or stuff, you almost do get a little boost of energy oh, yeah. sometimes. Absolutely. Um, because it, it it is. I will tell you what though, Gatorade tastes the best when you are doing something like yeah, that. Like when yeah. I played in that basketball league, right? And I'd be running around whatever, and I'd get off the court or whatever, and I you know. It's a quicker hydration. It's like, oh, my God, this like, tastes so like good. Like, water is good, and, and you, we need water. But in Powerade is part water. I mean, there's... Well, yeah, there's water, water in it. But so, but um, it's very hyper re, re, Right, it's just... It's like instant. Like, you yeah. do, you, you taste it, you first swallow, and you're like, oh, God, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Um, Almost like the, uh, the You Bet You guy. Oh, my God, that's cold. <laughs> like Bush Latte. <laughs> the Bush Latte. Oh, my God, that's cold. Yeah. God, I love that guy. I love hey, his very videos funny. and stuff. Have you ever listened to his podcast? He's got a podcast. No, now. I want to. He actually has now. I just seen this. I didn't even know this was like a thing you could do. He has his own podcast network now. Uh, uh. So he's got three different podcasts on there. It's one's called like the Double Bogey Show or something like that. Um, cool. With the playoff, the breakfast ball stuff that you can get from him and stuff. It's pretty cool. It's it, it's worth to check out and stuff like that. Um, Both of them guys are very funny. Uh, I like Charlie Barron's too, but he hasn't been around as much. The Manitowoc Minute. And yeah, he hasn't done as many videos lately. It no. seems like. Well, he also has a podcast now too, the, uh, the Cripes Cast too. So that's probably where he's doing it. At. Um, yeah. I just seen that he did an interview with uh, one of the other guys, um, Dude Dad. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's the Dude Dad guy, the You Betcha guy, and the and then Charlie Barron's the Manitowoc Minute. Yeah. Uh, as far as like. I don't know what you say, like Midwestern. Yeah, right. Little flavor. Little celebrity flavor. kind of thing. Right. Um, what's funny now oh, is because. Oh, you yeah. Yeah, is because I podcast now and like I'll watch podcasts and stuff on YouTube and stuff like that. That's, I mean, that's one of the things that pops up on Facebook the most. And it'll be ones I've never even heard of before of just random, yeah. like cl little clips and snippets of different people's podcasts and shit. Right. And it's kind of cool. Uh, I mean, I, I like watching them, and, and you hear some funny shit, and you got celebrities and sh and stuff on there. And yeah. um, hopefully, maybe one day we'll get to that level where we can start having like, you know, not Pre big guests, but premier guests. Not big I'm a guess, pretty big guest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pushing 400 here. Push <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to go that route, yeah. Well, hey, big is big. Right. Um, Popular. But I mean, you know, I got 
you know, friends will ha- try and have on. Uh, I did post something on Facebook. You probably seen uh, that, that. It's always an open invitation. I'm like a I want anybody who <laughs> just eating and any any uh, being lazy. Um, anybody that wants to come on. You know, the thing I don't want though, and um, I I actually I saw this on a different podcast. I couldn't tell you which podcast it is, so I can't give credit to that. But um, I saw something. They were like, "Listen, you know, I don't mind like." literally having anybody on my podcast. But the thing is, is don't come on because you think it's going to be cool and bring nothing to the conversation. Right. Like have something to say, have something you want to talk about or or at least have some type of interaction. Like, because here's the thing, if you're going to come here, you're going to sit and you're not really going to do anything. That's fine. You can be a a live audience if you want to, but if you get the golf clap, right. The the little golf clap in the background. Right. Um, (laughs) We're we're trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying a couple of things to figure out how we can start live streaming it versus just the recording and, yeah. and posting and all that kind of stuff. Um, but as far as right now, I eventually want to get to the point where we can at least Facebook live it. That would be cool. So anybody on Facebook or whatever can watch and then you know kind of see what we're doing um, and all that. But a lot of it, like I write some stuff down and I got like a little list here and stuff like that. But a lot of times we're just kind of just randomly talking. We're not, you know, right. we don't. I we go in with a minimal amount of a plan. Sometimes we go in with a bigger plan, like we did just the last episode with the with the sports talking and the golf talk and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, it's just it's fun, man. Just having it's, a good time, right? And you know, it's I a, it's a release, right? It's it a is mental release. It's a, it's when I really think about it, I probably not with Noel, obviously, but like. There's days where maybe she's the only person I literally have any kind of conversation with. That's right, it. Right. Um, and, you know, a lot of this stuff is stuff that, you know, might pop into your head randomly and you're like, yeah. oh, well, I never really think to have a conversation about it. It's a creative um, outlet is what it is. Right. And I think, you know, I think a lot of people would have like Brad when Brad uh, would come on the show and stuff. Yeah. He wasn't like all oh, heavy goal. Yeah, let's do it the very first time and then after he did it that first time he was like oh yeah this is a lot of fun i would say the same for me that from day one because i was excited but not. it was like oh yeah okay it'll be kind of cool or whatever and then you start doing it and you're yeah. like oh this is actually pretty fucking fun man it's, it's really fun um so uh, another question that i have um this is something because of like the way i sleep at night right so sh- is it oh I want to know the difference here. So is having a consistent, consistent sleep schedule important? So that means going to bed at the same time, waking up around the same time, all that stuff. Or is um, sleeping the same amount per day good enough? Like if if you're if you're going to bed, like, let's say no matter what, you sleep six to seven hours every single time you go to bed, no matter what time you go to bed, you sleep six to seven hours. Whereas is is that enough or do you need to be? Routine, go to bed this time, wake up this time, do all that kind of stuff. Look, first of all, I need to ask you a retaliatory question. <laughs> Which Mark Otto do you want to answer this question? <laughs> I, I'm all over the place, man. I there's some days I'm back and forth. I'm 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 so random it isn't even funny. I'll sleep for three hours in the recliner, wake up, stay up all day. The next day I might do the same thing, but go to bed and sleep another eight hours. I'm all over the map. But my ideal, the, in, the initial question, I was thinking, uh, as you were asking, I was thinking about my retaliatory, retaliatory question. So to answer the full, the full question you're asking is, what do I feel is the adequate amount of sleep? 
Well, kind of. So, like, my, do you think it would be it's better for you and it, it's probably a better idea to have a, a more consistent sleep schedule where you're going to bed at the same time and getting up at the same time? Or is it enough to just sleep as long as you're sleeping the same amount per day? So as long as you're sleeping about seven to eight, what I've, somewhere what around I there. Would, what, would, what my logic mind tells me is you should have somewhat of a normal sleep pattern and you should get at least six to seven hours of sleep. That's like minimum low to minimum. Right. Yeah. Low to, to middle. Because they say, say seven to eight is yeah. like the, the scientific. I always go a little lower because I don't think you need yeah. eight hours. Well, because my thing is, is when I sleep, when I sleep over seven, I feel like I feel worse. I Groggy. feel more tired and yeah. kind of just drained. And I just I don't like it. Um, whereas when I sleep a good six, seven hours, I'd say on average, I sleep only about five to six. What what I love but, the most is and, and we don't have any control over this really, per se. Maybe some recreational. Uh, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. But dreams, when you when you reach that REM stage of sleep. Where you wake up and you're like, oh, fuck. What the fuck just happened? Oh, right. Like, it, it, but you can't really remember, but you do. You're like, You know you wow. were that deep asleep, oh, right? Oh, my God. That's the best feeling. That's almost as good as an orgasm to me. I oh. just, I just, almost, almost. <laughs> I just wake up knowing I it's just been a dropped. minute. And, and some, well, it's a minute. <laughs> that's a whole nother. <laughs> that's a whole so, nother uh, issue. Uh, <laughs> it, it's a... Um, I can't believe how good I feel, Ben. And then it, what's even better is there's been times, and this is fleeting, but where I've woke up and I had a dream and I'm like, oh, fuck, I wish I could go back, and I do. I go oh, back yeah, to sleep when you and fall I'm asleep back in the dream. and you're back in it that dream. It might not be the same exact direction you were heading, right? but it's but like it's, a follow-up. It's like a, it's like it's a like, sequel. Like a movie, yeah. Oh, it's man, like it's a good. series or something like that, yeah. I love to dream. I used to, I used to dream like that, like yeah. all the time. Right. That's how I dreamt. You know, I would have very similar or continued dreams Could it dreams be your disruption sleep? in sleep or, or erratic sleep behavior that's caused that loss of dream? Like, uh I, I think there's definitely would be some science behind that. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. I I would definitely think. When would you say your sleep changed quite a bit the last few years? Or oh no, I've pretty much. I would say I've been like this for a long. Pretty much once it got to the point where my mom was no longer telling me when to go to bed. Yeah, you know, yeah. like when when your parents basically say your you know nine o'clock right. is your bedtime, and then your bedtime gets later and later as you get older. Yeah, and then about you know, for me it was in high school. She you know it was just kind of like you know. Go in your room for, you know, just so you're in your room, in your bed, whatever. Yeah. Um, and once I had an Xbox in my room, it was game over pretty much. Right. And I wouldn't say, because I don't normally, it's not always I stay up because I'm playing video games or I'm watching TV. There's some times where I will literally go lay down, turn my phone off, don't, I don't have literally anything on, and I just don't fall asleep. True. And if I do that, usually if I'm laying down for an hour and I still haven't, like, even dozed and gotten to the point where I feel tired and I'm just wide awake and I literally haven't looked at any electronic device, anything, yeah. I'll usually get up and do something then. Right. Um, just like, I, I don't know if you're with me. I know it's bad to eat right before you go to sleep, but if I go to sleep when I'm hungry, you don't I sleep. either, I either a don't sleep or yeah. B when I get up, I feel like shit. Oh yeah. Every Absolutely. time you, you, your body needs that that nourishment during your sleep i don't believe you just don't want to overeat over right you don't uh, need to eat like a five course and, meal and i don't i don't think it's as bad as they make it out to be either like 
or sweets. Right. You don't want to overload on sweets or any any carbohydrates, anything like right. that. Where it's just going to sit and. And but I, I don't think everybody's different. I, right. And and I don't I don't think it's really a golden rule across the board. Your your metabolism is high. Obviously, you stay thin and everything. That could weigh into a lot of it. Um, there's there's a lot of different variables that affect everyone differently. Right. But you're a night owl. That's what I was going to go with, and I almost lost my point. Yeah. You're kind of a night owl. I am as well. I have been my whole life. It's I'm a nocturnal man. I'm, I'm my, if I was an animal, I would be like a raccoon or a bat or something. I'd right. be out at night. I just know it. I, or, well, so my thing is with being up at night. For one, I like being up at night because you pretty much, like if I am playing a video game or I'm watching a movie doing all that, it's quiet. Yeah. Whereas during the day, it's not like it gets loud in your house during the day, but it is different when you're up because that's when everybody's up. Like, that's why I used to love when Walmart was open 24 hours because when you go to Walmart at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, it's it's kind of dead. It, there's not a lot of people in there. It's very quiet. You go to Walmart now, you pretty much have to go in the mid-afternoon or, or during the morning, right. and it's busy, long lines and all that, and it, it I don't like it. No, me either. Um. I prefer the the least amount of people I have to get through or walk through. Less the least interaction, the better. Right. Absolutely. And another thing that I I've seen I haven't done a ton of research, but I've seen different articles about uh, creativity and creative minds are night owls. They do their most of their stuff happens right. in a, well, a wee hours of so the morning. So what I actually saw was um, now I, I don't want to go that far, but. They say that, you know, the people that have not even just high IQs, but more like highly active brains, we'll say. Right. Not because you, you can have a highly active brain, Wait, but be kind of stupid. Wait, for two seconds. Were you um, just about to say, well, back when Abe Lincoln and Ben Franklin and I used to go to the, right. the pub and have a couple of beverages. Right. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just no, um, <laughs> So, like, I saw this. They say, you know, if you have a highly active brain where you're, you know, you're, you're constantly thinking about whatever and all that stuff. Like, so people like, they said Albert Einstein and people like that, like, you know, people who are constantly thinking about whatever it is. So for him, it was math and all that kind of Can't stuff. stop, yeah. He would be up for three, four days in a row. Right. Because his mind wouldn't shut off because that's basically what sleeping is. You're, yeah. you're awake. Your conscious mind is shutting off. Right. Mind doesn't do that. No. Not it, very well anyway. Right. Um, but my thing is, so I saw this video on Facebook. It was two sleep doctors reading like people commenting on sleep or whatever, and then them kind of weighing in on it. And someone said that you can adjust. Your body would eventually adjust to sleeping less. Like if you slept only five to six hours versus your seven to eight that they recommend you get, your body would adjust to that. And they were like, oh, no, that's not how it works. And I'm like, well, but I feel like it does a little bit. Like it's got to adapt. Well, I, I would say when you're younger, you need more sleep for your mental development, and then when you're older, you need more sleep for your physical development. Or right, like a, like some type of, kind of a random. But my thing is too is like for me, I sometimes feel not like rested fully, obviously, but even just relaxing, sitting, and not doing anything, yeah, is fine is good enough for me. Like there's there's days where I go two three hours of sleep. That's it. That's all I get. Right. Is that necessarily healthy? No. Do I sh- do I do it all the time? No. Should I do it at all? Probably not. What is your preferred amount of sleep? But no. do you like like to get ten like... to twelve hours? Yeah. Did you want <laughs> any input on it or? Well, I'm on meds to help me sleep because 
there were times where I would go days without yep. sleeping. Right. Like, What's the longest days? amount you've Long gone days. without sleeping, you think? Oh, man. I think almost two days. I can't say 48 hours, but I think almost two days straight. What would you say? I mean, to be real, it I'm talking. It was back in, like, high school, like, 2016, <coughs> but I went, like, almost three. Yeah. That's an, that's it, but it, it happens. It does happen. <laughs> what? How about you? You're not even a close <laughs> to a personal <laughs> record, huh? I've gone about six. Seriously. Days, Six yeah. complete days. Six whole days not, without any not sleep. Not even a wink of sleep. Nope. Like, wow. No. Up straight six days i don't probably i I think it was my junior year senior senior junior year um was it it would get to the point where when i started to feel tired when i finally like kind of like relaxed or whatever and and finally got to the point where i felt tired it was like 10 minutes before school and then what did i have to do i had to get up and get ready and once i start moving i'm up yeah like I have to be. Were you going still. through something though that maybe during that like tra- not traumatic? I mean, I wouldn't say traumatic or anything like that. No, um, I would say you know I would get caught up in a video game or a movie or a TV show or something like that, um, and I just didn't want to sleep. I guess. Yeah. Um, and I still, I, I mean, I, I'll still get that way where I, d- I don't want to go to bed. I don't really feel like I want to sleep or need to sleep. Um. But like I said, there's literally times they say, oh, well, don't, you know, if you're on your phone, that's why you're up and all that kind of stuff. I get that. There's science behind that. But there's times where I literally have nothing on. It is pitch black. Nothing's on. And I will lay there with my eyes just staring at the ceiling. And sometimes I'll even close my eyes and just sit there. And it's just, I mean, the wheels don't stop turning. Right. Um, And like I said, I've probably, I've done that and laid there straight three hours and just was wide, your, wide awake. Well, a lot of those things affect you. I think it's your circadian rhythm, your natural time clock, different electronics, uh, right. the, the time of the year. Well, and the fact is, too, is like light. Like they always say, if you can, try not to turn on the light if you have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night because when you turn on the light, it wakes you up yeah, more. Right. Um, and I definitely see that because I've had that happen where I'll get well, up to go to the bathroom or you something. You don't see it if you don't turn the light on. Right. <laughs> but like I've, 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 notice that when i go to the bathroom if i do turn the light on i'll end up like kind of almost waking up to the point where i want to i'm just going to be up now right right um but like i don't know it's just a weird sleep is a weird thing for me that's another wonderful feeling too Um, when you wake up and have to go piss whatever and it's like oh shit i got three hours i can sleep yet yeah right don't Uh, even have to think about you don't even have to worry about getting up or anything like that like that was always a cool feeling too like when I did work first or, or had school and stuff like that, when you would wake up and roll over and look at your clock or your phone or whatever to check the clock and you got like you still got like three, four hours of sleep yet and you're yeah. like, Oh, nice. Right. That was another roll point back over. that I was gonna make with you because you were on first for many years there it, with school and then working mm-hmm. and you still that that very possibly might be what developed you to to the point where you are of not sleeping as much is because you were on first. You liked first. You had to. You had to keep those hours, but you also liked your nighttime. So you'd be up playing video games or doing different stuff at right. night. Right. And, and my thing is too is like work. when I am doing something. So like if I do go a whole day without sleeping, right? Let's say I I don't go to bed the night before. If I stay moving and keep moving and doing stuff, yeah. I I 
don't even feel like I haven't slept. It's almost a rush, isn't it? Like, right. Like, you can almost, because there was one one day I did. I went to work. I shouldn't have, but I went to work. I didn't have any any sleep. I literally didn't sleep the whole night. Um, And, you know, I had said something to a, to a friend at work, and he's like, oh, I can't tell. Like, a lot of people, they, they didn't sleep all day, so they're, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, falling asleep while they're standing up and stuff. As long as I'm moving and doing stuff, I I won't get tired. Good to go. Yeah. But as soon as I do sit down, like, there's days, too, and I've, I've told you this in the past, too, there is times where I think my body just naturally goes to catch up, and I will sleep for 9 to 10 hours or something like that Right. when I do go to sleep, and it's almost like my body just... You, do, you just down. feel it. You just know it. You've been there's been days when like we'll play a video game or something, and I play some golf, and you'd be. But then there'll be a day where like, nah, I think I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay down and it's see what happens. It's almost happening. You can't control right. it. It's and like, I, yeah. and like I, th- yeah, there's just days where my it's like my body just does it. Just even my mind and everything just shuts down. All right, we're gonna. And you know when you're you, when you a genius like me and you got this <laughs> genius level IQ like I do. Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> well, no, I. Um, I I don't toot my own horn very much, but I would say, you know, I've always felt like, it may, at least maybe not intelligence quotient, but at least imaginary. Um, I'd like to take whatever the IQ test is. I would too. To, to like just, a real like one. whatever the, yeah, whatever I'd it is like that you get your IQ score or whatever. I'd, I'd like to know. I'd like to take that and just see what I get. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I am a tool and I am in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I always, yeah, that, I don't know. I, I would like to take that. Yeah, I've never, the only test I took, like, in high school, you know, you take your ACT or SAT and all that kind of stuff. I, I didn't take either of those. Yeah, no. I took the ASVAB. I, um, I just barely, When I was looking into the military, I took the ASVAB and scored pretty high on that. Yeah. But SAT, I never took it. AS, ACT, never took well, it. Well, that's what I mean. There's a thing between, even with IQ or intelligence quotient, where... It, it's more about book smart, kind of. I'm talking like just I like... I never have really been book smart, and when I took the ACT, it was really hard because I was very low compared to everybody else. Yeah. So when I went to apply to college, I basically already was, like, setting myself up, well, like, in my head, like, okay, I'm not going to get in my AC tor- ACT score. Too bad you couldn't... Hard. Too bad you couldn't... Uh, I'm not going to go there. Never mind. Um, no, not you. No, it's not about you. I'm Ooh. just... I'm, you know, there's there's people and there's groups yeah, of yeah, people yeah. that right. can use things that doesn't matter what their test score is. They can get in based oh, off of other I things. You. Right. Um, I feel like you're smarter than yeah, you think you are. I feel like you get in your own way. Right. Most of the time. I do, too. That's like, where she gets it from. Right. Time. Like, I, I feel like, you know, there's some people, too, that are just they're shit test takers. We're over analytical. Like, I know um, you have some of that in you. I, I'm a hyper-analytical. I overthink everything to the point where I stop myself from sometimes doing... I keep getting tol- told that I feed too far into things. Yeah, like yeah you over... Yeah, you over... Yeah, yeah that's what he means. You're overanalyzing yeah. it. You're you're overthinking. You're going farther than you actually need to go to get to your point. Yep. And the thing is, is with those tests, too, um, what's the perfect score you can get on the ACT? Oh, I don't even know. Isn't it like a 40-something... Or I don't even know how they score it. Or I don't whatever. even remember. Is that the high school uh, college entrance 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 exam, exam right? kind of thing? Academic yeah, academic college something. Something. Yeah, I don't ACT. know. ACT, SAT, all that different stuff. The thing is, too, is like well, SAT is Saturday. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my goodness! But you know, there there is like I never really cared for for test taking. Um, no, me either. Like it's just I don't know. I feel like. 
it almost puts pressure on you. And right. for people that have anxiety like she does, or even anxiety well, like well, I do, it it let me rephrase. it almost freezes your actual thought, like the your highest, brain processing power. Um, it says one. The highest recording one score to thirty six. One to thirty six is okay. So I a thirty six is the highest. I was high in score. the low teens. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I scored a I scored a thirty five. It wasn't horrible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Never. No, I never took it. I did take the pre test. And I tried. I tried to study for it, and I the thing don't is though is you know what's funny? I saw it. I saw there was an expert talking about. Uh, I think he was Stanford. Uh, some Stanford professor and stuff. He goes, I don't like the fact that we base. Basically everything off of somebody getting in based off of these test scores. Right. He goes because I guarantee you, there's a lot of people that are of ex- either extremely high IQ that don't get in because they're not a, either not a good test taker for one, and for two, you could easily turn that thing into a science. Yeah. It's a pattern. Right. And he's and he even said he's like studying does not matter. You can't study for something like that because. Oh. Something like it's just it, it's different. I I'm every, pretty sure it's I, different for every person. Every person too. takes a different. Well, that's why I never understood. They make you like sit so far apart. Right. But I'm pretty sure like uh, some people will get the same questions, but, but a lot of people get yeah. like different questions or different areas of the test. It's right. The same right. Question. Like yeah. you know number what I mean. Nine and number twenty are different. But, but there was a dude. I don't know how many people have actually scored a perfect score, but. I know there's a there for a fact that there's probably some pretty intelligent people that right. did pretty poor on it. Um, when I took the pre whatever the you could take like a pre test or whatever and get kind of a score or whatever. Um, I, I got twenty something. I don't remember what it was. That's and actually considered good. I think they said twenty and above. Twenty three, you're sitting good. I did yeah. So have for I know for UW Madison, 18, I'm pretty I sure do she know got for, in. I do know for Matt UW Madison, which is obviously for Wisconsin, is kind of like the school you can get into. It's the highest one, um, kind of. Uh, I'm pretty sure they want at least a twenty two to twenty four. It would be interesting to see some real time um, statistics on what I didn't really people like. that have taken the test and and what they're what their SAT or SS, what's the other one? ACT. ACT, what their scores were in, in relation to how well they did in life after or during school. Oh, yeah. right. There's got to be a study done behind that. Um, I didn't like, while we were in high school, how people were looking down on people who wanted to go to Gateway. Like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with well, like a tech college. Well, like a textbook. Like, I don't Here's understand the, the hype. Like, no, no, no. Here's the thing. This is the reason. But this is the reason why people put so much pressure on people going to college and all that. It's to give them some source of power over you. Right. So for them, they think they're more intelligent than you are because they went to because they went to this college and you went to this college and this college is rated higher than this college or whatever. Um, But the thing is, is there's a lot of people that go to college and get some degree, and they don't end up getting a job in their field because their field is pointless. Right. Like, I've never, I knew, that's why I never took the ACT, because I knew I probably would never go to college. Could I? Probably. You know, I could go take some entrance exam and see how good I do or whatever. It take wasn't going to be in the and all cards, that stuff. though. You knew that. But I didn't really feel the need to. Now, I was actually just talking to her about it. The problem I had in high school wasn't that I couldn't do the, sh- do the shit. It was relatively easy, but... I just didn't care. Yeah. So I didn't apply. I didn't apply myself. You weren't into it. And so I wish I, I do regret it. I do wish I would have tried more or, or applied myself more because we all do. Well, because yeah. here's the thing. It was really funny. 
I had this math teacher. I, I never turned in assignments and she was, so she thought I was struggling, you know, with how to do it and all that kind of stuff. So she, she basically forced me kind of, and she was like, listen, you're staying after school today. I'm going to tutor you. We're going to get this done. I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, so I stayed after school and we started doing it. I was there for 15 minutes because I knew how to do it. It wasn't hard for me. It just, I didn't want to, I didn't feel the need to, or I would kind of half do an assignment and you know, whatever. Cause I just didn't care. Um, and she's like, well, I don't, I don't get it. If you know how to do it, why aren't you doing it? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Just like in order to graduate high school, I technically had to go to summer school yeah. because I never showed up for economics class. Yeah. I get there and it's all on the computer. 15 lessons you have to do. And once you're done with those 15 lessons, if you pass, you're, you're done. I did all 15 lessons in that day. Um, and what was funny is that the teacher for was my economics teacher for summer school. So he was kind of a little pissed off because literally first day, uh, it's like an hour and a half or two hours is how long your day is. First hour, I had all 15 done, and I scored a 98 point something percent. I only like got why two did you? Why did you even bother to come here? You could have just, yeah. Well, right, and he's like, dude, well, I don't get it. Why? Like, it was that easy for you? And I'm like, well, I just, I, I didn't go, or it was right after gym class, so I would sleep. I, yeah. I didn't apply myself. Right. Um, and looking back now, like I'm almost, I am, I'm almost pissed off at myself in a way because I'm like, if I would have applied myself, I probably could have, you know, but the flip side of that is I'm sure there's many students or young adults or even adults my age that have become, you know, they, they look back and they go, God, I got straight A's in high school and college, but. I didn't really live. I didn't really enjoy anything. Well, right. Really like, because you, you kind of, you almost have to find that balance. Got no but memories. Like, I, <laughs> I didn't do, I didn't do anything either. Yeah. yeah. I just, but I, I you know, well, I you hung out with something. friends and you stuff you like had that. And something that you don't, you would have missed out on if you would have went gung a hole. Like, well, right. Like, because I would go play baseball after school yeah, or basketball after basketball. school or something fun. like you that. Fun. Um, and just not do homework and stuff like that. A lot of these um, people that get straight A's, they don't have fun at all. No well, fun. no, because they're always stressing. They go down to a B-plus or something like that, oh and they're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Yeah. Like, I get a C, and I'm like, well, all right. But we all have those regrets <laughs> a little bit. Like, Right, and I'm not, like, dwelling different? on it or not anything like that, but it is like, you know, I know I could have done a lot better that's, than that's I did. A, that, that's a big part of just accepting and just being happy is just accepting the choices. Right, you it made. is what it is. Yeah. Like. You're where you're at. You wouldn't be sitting here having a podcast, which you'd thoroughly enjoy, and who God only knows what it could turn into if you would have gotten straight A's and went to Stanford or... I don't know about all that. Gateway or anywhere. But that was a good question, Noel, because a lot of people do look down their noses at technical or... And, and honestly, in this day and age, it's going to become even a bigger, bigger thing. I wouldn't be surprised if it flips around and it's going to be more of a need for technical if it already hasn't. Because I appreciated the fact that it was smaller. I thrive in smaller classes. And me, like a big university, was honestly scary to me to just think about going there. Right. I already had anxiety towards going to high school. So, like, visualizing me in like a wh- at Whitewater or anything, it was very, like, nerve-wracking. So, like, yeah. when I went to Gateway, I was nervous. But, like, after a while, it... It, I actually really enjoyed it, and my teeth like it was just it was small and intimate, and that's more where I am better at mm. learning. Right. So my thing is, is there's a lot of people that you know say you have to go to college or you won't make a good living. That's no, absolutely hundred percent false. Right. 
I, I right now, me and her are proof. The only I thing mean, where I think that would stand true is if you were to choose that career, if that was your path you wanted to choose and wanted were okay with it, is like nursing or right. doc, doctor. Right. Because that's there's always going to be needed. There's certain things where, yes, you have to go to college in order to have that job, but right. you don't have to go to college to make a very good living. No. It, you just don't. There is plenty of jobs, and actually these jobs are missing out on a lot of people because it's drilled into everybody's head so early that you have to go to college or you're not going to get anything done. You have to go to college. You have to, you have to, you have to. And now we got trade jobs. Well, that's, yeah, that's They're, what I was they, saying. They, you know, the average age in a trade job is over 40 years old right now. Right, if not what, older. What's yeah. going to happen when all of them people retire, and now we have none of them or barely any because, you know, apprenticeships have basically died because they're saying, no, you have to go to college. Right. Whereas well, before, well, you could sign up for some form of... They bring up the whole experience issue where they would want... Well, yeah, even for an apprenticeship now. They'll say, oh, we want five years experience. We want a young, experienced person. Right. You can't have both. Right. Give me the experience. You can't have a young and experienced person very often in fields like that. Right. Like, and that and doesn't even, make any, even any within the comprehensible trade unions, sense. Even within the trade unions, what you just said, both of you, rings true because I worked at Oaks for a while, and uh, I was a laborer, and I wanted to, some, at some point, I was thinking, well, maybe I should become an operating engineer, which is... Uh, heavy equipment operator right they have their own union well you can't get in to the operating engineers union if you don't have experience so well, I mean, how, like how does that make any sense so how where do i get experience from right they if test. i can't like they that doesn't make any sense teach me why not yeah. let me like what happened like to apprenticeship programs right there's barely any of them so there i looked up i looked up uh while i was in high school and and shortly after I looked up like electrician apprenticeships and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's like wait lists and stuff, but even on there it says one year to two one to two years of experience. Right. Well I'm signing up for an apprenticeship. I'm signing up to literally be trained and learn exactly this stuff. Do you really think I have all this experience? Like no. No. The whole point of getting an apprenticeship is to learn like kinda on the fly on the job. I think what they want is somebody that worked as like a helper somewhere. But there's not even any helper. But that's what I'm saying. They don't hire a helper. So when I was looking, when I was heavy looking for a job, there was a couple of construction, like smaller construction companies that I applied to. And all of them, all of them that I had any phone call with or interview with or anything like that, they ask, so how much experience do you have? It says right on there, entry level, uh, it's a training position. You're going to train me how to do it. I, I would always say, you know, I'll learn extremely fast if you want to teach me, but I don't right. know a lot. I've the the little bit that I do know as far as construction goes is from my brother-in-law. You yeah. know, uh, yeah. John, I'll help him, and he'll and he'll show me how to do it. Right. And he, the way he shows me, I feel like is what they there should have they should have an apprentice program like this. He yeah. will literally, basically, stand there and tell you what to do and right. how to do it. Right. You know, you can't while you're learn there. by watching. Have to work with someone like you actually have, have to do you, it. Yeah, but that's my thing too. They say, "Oh, well, you can go to college for that stuff." No, no. And what? Sit and read it in a book? No, dude, you're gonna get out there and you're gonna go to do it. And you're gonna be like, "Wait a minute, you're not gonna know how to use the tools properly because right. right. you all you did was ever read about it." Yeah, like nothing beats real life experience. No, yeah, I mean electrical diagrams. Well, yeah, like schematics and blueprints and stuff like that. Learning how to read that, but even definitely then, important. But here's the thing. So the the job I had before where I work now was just a small little machine shop or whatever that my brother-in-law's family owns and work and he works there. Um hired me to be like the shop hand. Yeah. And it was perfect because I did learn how to read these 
type of blueprints and, and job sheets and stuff like that. And they had no problem, you know, none of the people there had any problem with me coming up to them and being like, so wait a minute, where do I find this on there? You know, and what does this measurement mean and all that kind of stuff. So it's just, it's very, uh, I don't know, it's very frustrating to me when people force, almost, I, I want to use the word force or push, I guess, college down your throat because they say you have no chance of succeeding without college, which I just think is wrong there's there's plenty of things you can do without college to to succeed in life um where me and noel work right now we have quite a bit amount of potential of making good money and moving up right to different jobs future there now those are becoming fewer and far between though yeah really are but because every but because kids are coming out of high school saying you pretty much have no choice you won't make a living without college and that's a flat out lie right and that's what's killing these companies yeah because they're not getting new people because everybody's I'm, thinking they have to go to college otherwise they're not going to make any money I'm pretty sure Nick the AST at our job was in high school when he started yeah yeah so, so we have an a we have an AST so that's a automated system technician so automated system technician right so he's the one who fixes the machines when they go down and all that kind of stuff which is something I want to do he started when he was in high school like an internship through like right. a program or right something? so he yeah. started when he was in high school and then he um, got the position. The position opened up to train AST. You have to take this test, and it's like a general knowledge of mechanics type of test. You take this test, you pass it. So he passed it. He became a uh, AST level one. It's called like pretty early on. I think he was like nineteen or something. He said like that. Yeah. The AST level one makes twenty three dollars an hour. Right. And works usually forty eight to fifty hours a week. Yeah. And you, you get three weeks vacation right off the bat and all that kind of stuff. And it's there's plenty job. of other perks like that. That's a pretty good living wage right there. Absolutely. So, and there's people who go to four years of college and they're not making that. Right. See, a lot of a lot has been said, and I've, I've had this mental discussion in my own head, that part of the problem with these companies pulling out, it ultimately all comes down to corporate greed. At the end of the day, I don't care who anybody says yep. different. But, but... They went, a lot of these companies went to temporary, which is how you guys got hired in initially, right? Temporary service. It's a good one, but some of them went that route. And in our side, from looking outside, looking in, it's like, well, all they're doing that for is to cut the wages and whatnot. And, but if you really look at the big picture, them places that took care of their employees for years, like, like Johnson's Wax, uh, uh, Insincorator, Case, or CNH, where I am, um, a lot of that what happened there was they got to a point where people would come in and they'd see, oh, golly, $25 an hour to start. And they didn't have any mechanical aptitude at all, not even swung right. a hammer, you know, like pick right. up a hammer and hammered a nail in the wall or anything. So right. they well, had to do something. So, But it's a combination of both. It's like they did it, but right. it's almost like they they did it to cut the wages and save even more so, money. So I think part of it was to cut wages for sure. Yeah. Um, so the, the difference between a temp and a... Uh, hired in employee, you get a dollar raise right away. Right. Um, when you go from temp to hired in, that's that's where. Uh, so it's only a dollar. But that's the only that's way you'll difference. ever get to the full pay is to become an employee. Right. To right. become a full time yeah. employee. Otherwise, you'll always stay. You always stay there unless they raise what they pay temps, which they actually did for COVID relief or whatever. They they gave every they gave an extra, dollar. Gave an extra dollar. Do you know to everybody. this? Like somebody that's worked for a temp service for like a couple years, does it go up? 
I think it can. Yeah. I think it definitely can. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Probably doesn't they happen try, very often. I mean, I've um, heard mixed reviews. They try not to have you be attempt. Right. At well, the long. point yeah. is the point is to not be attempt that long. Yeah. So what I heard, I asked one of the people very early on in the hire in process. I said, so how come you don't do any direct hire? And they said, well, we used to, but the problem we were having was either family members would get their family members in and stuff like that, and it'd be people that they just wanted a quick job. They didn't really want to work, and it's a lot harder to fire a full-time employee because you have to have grounds, and, and, you know, whereas a temp, you can kind of just say, hey, your services are no longer needed. Well, also So they weed through the bad people. They weed through the bad people. We only get, what, 16, 18 hours as a temp? Oh, right. You can only yeah. miss 16 hours. You miss over 16 hours, you pretty much shut the door. And if you're looking at, well, I'm going on almost five months. And well, you get added. You, get, you do get added. You get an extra six for every month longer your past like, three months. We have employees that are just calling in all the time. And like, and some of them are hired in. And it's what? a little frustrating looking me as a temp who is literally called in maybe two times in right. my five months. It's frustrating because they're just kind of but letting no, that behavior happen. Well, but no, you'll be rewarded by probably but also, getting hired. But also the thing is, too, um, you think that they're getting away with it. They're yeah, not. No, no. They think they're getting away right, with it. They won't right. be there much longer. That That's something they have now on hand to where if you, they cause a problem, Boom, gone. you're done. Yeah. Because right. they have they, you gave them the grounds to fire you whenever they want. Right. Basically. They only didn't because they do need people. So yes. Right. That well, and right now. Part. So here's that my thing. So part. we've been working every Saturday and it's been tiring There's and a all that. that we are now one million garbage disposals behind um, one million. But we don't even make what? Thirty five thousand a day and we're taking in thirty five thousand. No, we make like twenty eight thousand or twenty nine thousand so a day. But we're taking orders. in orders of thirty five, thirty four thousand a I day. I understand that we need the business. But, but no, that's point, not the thing I was going that's not where I was goal. that's not where I was going is is there's still people because of COVID and because of all this that don't have jobs. Right. That are yes. still having struggle. So like, yeah, does it suck that we're working every Saturday? Yes. But we could be way well, worse off. Right. That was the initial point. There's, it's few right. and far between. You got Incinerator. There's like a handful of, of places in this area: Racine, Kenosha, Milwaukee. A couple more in Milwaukee, maybe downtown. But I don't want to work downtown Milwaukee. Do you? No. Yeah, drive no. there, no. drive there, and there. deal with the traffic and all that every I'm day. Ten no minutes thanks. away. I absolutely right. love everything about my job. In our general area, so let's just say Kenosha, Racine, kind of this general area, maybe Oak Creek a little bit. There's a a handful of you know, jobs like that that are good paying jobs where you can make a good living and, and work good amount of hours normally. And that's probably in Syncorator. Johnson's Twin Wax. Is Twin Discs bad. isn't too bad. Maybe Modine. Um, yeah. Amazon. I heard, you know, yes, people Next talk a lot of you. shit about Amazon. But the thing is, is I've had a couple of people that did work there that they say they absolutely love it. Yeah. Uline, maybe. Uline. So, so Uline is probably the best. Yeah. It's just extremely hard to get into. You got like three or four interviews, and hard to stay there. They and said that back in the day the that they're it very was big picky. If you got into Incinerator or JWAX, like it was like the job. To well, have it still is. It's still a very highly rated job for our area. Case was right up there too yes. when they were on the lake. Case was probably number three, one or two or three, all three of them. Probably yeah. SCJ was probably top runner. I yeah. feel like. Well, because. Well, the thing with well, but that's not even that. I think so. Johnson's right now, I think, is one of the highest paying jobs you can get. Like starting pay is yeah. is the highest, 
And I think that's just because that's what Johnson's has always been. That's literally their slogan, a family's company or whatever. Yes, right. yes. That's their, so a they want, they, they yeah, it's a family-owned company that they, so for Insincorator or for like Case, Case is a trade job, correct? But it used to be a family-owned company. Or a union job, it right? It is union, yes. All right, UAW. so Case is a union, and Insincorator is owned by a corporation, Emerson, right? that bought, you know, different companies and well, just we keeps too. them open. Well, we are, too. It's Fiat. Fiat owns yeah, uh, yeah, CNH. the Fiat company owns Case. Well, that's where that's like that they own like the tractor portion of it, but the the employee part is union, right? Well, it, it's a union contract company, but the whole company is owned, it's owned by, by Fiat. Yeah, yeah, Case UAW doesn't own anything. Right, we're just UAW. We're, we're dues paying union members. Right. Um, whereas, like, so. Uh, Emerson, so like when I get paid now that I'm a hired in employer or whatever, it doesn't get paid from it doesn't even say Insincorator. No. It says Emerson. Right. Um because Ours this say CNH which LLC, it, which is even a step further down. Right. Because of limited liability. Right. It's almost like they could pull out at any time. Pretty much, yeah. They could yeah. all right, guess what? We're moving to China. See you right. later. Right. Well scary. Enjoy your time. It's not case anymore. Yeah, no. Um Whereas, like, so I know, uh, I, I don't, I don't know when in Emerson bought Insincorator, but I did just see a list of like the richest people or whatever. Um, I think she's top ten. So the the CEO or the head person of Emerson or like the founder or whatever is a woman who is like the fifth richest woman in the world and then like 15th richest person in the world or something like that is it a finger i mean we we don't have to but i'm not sure what her I, name I, is i no. think uh or fisk no it's, that's no that's it's Johnson. something it's something emerson like her yeah. last name is oh, emerson okay. yeah but it was family i think it was like her husband or dad yeah or something like that her, her her dad started it kind of started the idea and she kind of racine was like up. a uh, inventing hub years ago you had the Horlick malted milk. Well, and, right uh, when it all when all these places started to open and stuff like right. that. I mean, it's like a mother hub of invention. Right, with just the a, lake, the Great Lakes for. Right, I mean, it was just it was it was a good. There was a lot of work around right. where there's not as much anymore because all these companies are moving and stuff like that, and that's where, um, not to get overly political or something like that, but like. If they if they get the point across of taxing richer people, it's just gonna have more companies move out because right. they're gonna they're gonna have to pay less taxes that you're gonna, way. You're gonna be downsizing areas. You're gonna be yeah. You're gonna have in huge areas of poverty. Is right. What you're gonna have because middle class. because the thing is is like you look and that's where a lot of people where you see neighborhoods have gotten worse and stuff like that. It's right. when a local factory that was there where most of the people around it, were, that that was their job. For decades. You yeah. closed that and walked away. Now they don't have a job. They're having a hard time finding a job because there's not many jobs like that around. Right. And they're they're pretty much screwed. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. It's different. It's very different. But, but that's the end justifies the means. You can go to technical school, pick up a trade, but like you started this conversation, Noel, and, and you both had the point of, you got to have the experience to get in. Right. Even when you, you have a college degree, they say a college degree one and one to two years experience. Yeah. How the fuck am Trucking. I supposed to get the experience? Trucking. Same when, thing. Like. Over the road <laughs> trucker. You right. You a year like, or two of experience. What? To get Doesn't a good make job. any sense. They need to have training programs, like yeah. legit training programs yeah. that 
Right. You you're literally going there just to train. Yeah. You're learning how to do the job. You're shadowing somebody. And you're doing a, something. Have like, a better testing procedure. When something says entry level, it should be entry level. Right. Entry level means you don't have maybe little to no experience. In grader, in grader, when I applied, it was an entry. It's an entry level, level assembly. assembly. Right. And I was, I, I'm fine. Like right. I, no experience. I know none. Yeah, but I've you, never been you in grew up. No, but you've grown up. I, I always wondered about that. If how how you'd feel or fit, but you grew up around me and and even your mom, doing different things at you know hammer and like I said, well, hang a picture something uh, as putting easy something as up, something, putting as something as together as just really when it comes to assembling anything or doing jobs like that, it, it comes down to your hand eye coordination, right? Because some people just they don't they they. They have a better chance sitting in front of a computer punching in numbers. I didn't yeah. think that this was the career path I would take, but I have never been more happy at a job. I can honestly say that. Right. There's no other job that has, like, it's so chill. There's no BS. Like, and I'm just going there, and I'm doing the same thing every day. The consistency, well, it, the routine, I it, just it love it. And if it ever becomes, like, you, you control that aspect of drama. You don't have right. to interact. Well, and that's, my, well, and that's my thing, too, though, is, like, my thing is, is if you're working, you, let's say you go to college, you go four or five years of college, you get this job, you're working this job, you're getting paid great, but you're miserable. Right. I rather make fifteen, sixteen, seventeen dollars an hour, make a make a good enough living where I can live day to day and be fine and be happy, but be happy. Yeah. You know, like with I more, always. We all want more, but with more comes more of everything. Right. And stress. And so, like what I always, what I always had. I had two separate lists when it came to what did I want to do when I grew grew up, right? Yeah. I had my realistic goals, so like things that are relatively more realistic, I, I can achieve that. Yeah. Um, whether it be you know as simple as working as a car mechanic or working in a factory like I do now, something like that. Like I knew I would want to do something along those lines. Um, and then you got your like unrealistic ones and you could go super unrealistic you know obviously every kid dreams about being a professional athlete or or something like that yeah um but the thing is is so i think it's important to know that you know be able to separate unrealistic and realistic goals right but i think something that kind of definitely affected me i noticed was people talking down on you about your even just your unrealistic dreams like in my head i know my, the chances are pretty much not there. They're non-existent. Those people are the ones God gave you the middle finger for. Um, right. Like, but when you're sitting there, like, oh no, you gotta, you gotta think of something. But yes, I know that. Like, I am. Yeah. yeah. But I would really like to give this a go. Right. So, like, what was it? Oh, shit, it was probably three, four years ago. Now, three years ago, um, I went to go try out for the G League. Yeah, I remember it. You know, you know what I mean. And I had a couple of people say, "Well, what are you doing that for?" Why not try? Right. Right. Like, and what, I, and I've said too, and I did, I got me, frustrated. It was hard because it's something that he was extremely well, passionate about. Not even about. that. So we I, get, I got to the point, it, right. I got to the point where I said, you know, just because you didn't try doesn't mean I don't have to try. Right. Yeah. Like, just because you know, like, sure. Did I going in, did I think, oh, I'm making this team? No. No. But you had a little bit of hope that you, but you, I had one. Well, hey, yeah, I made yeah. the first cut. There was two cuts. Right. You, right. they, they had, I think there was 152 people there. Yeah. They cut it down to 50. 
And you so 152 to 50, yeah. and I was in that 50. Right. That in a, in itself, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. I can play a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and well, you you can play. I will you, say you though, play. I will say though, I almost got a little too confident early. So yeah. the first portion of it was more drills, and I knew I'm like, oh, I got this. Like I run these drills in my driveway all the time. Yeah. Um. So I did the drills. Well, once we got to the scrimmage portion. I, the first I, I caught the ball and you know I like to shoot you know deep shots whatever I caught the ball I would say I don't know good 10 15 feet behind the three-point line so I'm pretty far out yeah. I just fucking launched it didn't care and made the first one wow yeah. and after I made that one I'm thinking oh okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're about to see some shit I'm today here. I'm here you're about to see some shit today but then what happened next I got a steal and I'm like oh see look at this oh I, I'm I'm Really going busting people's ass today. What did I do? I go in for a layup, gets fucking blocked, and I'm like, all right, I need to chill out a little bit. <laughs> I'm not quite what I was thinking of for there for a minute. Um, but yeah, like people who do that, uh, like I'm not going to be one to tell my kid, like, I'm going to be real with them. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to say, listen, dude, that's not possible. Right. Like, I don't want it to go that far because I feel like a lot of people do that. No, that dude, that's not possible. What I would do, though, is be like, listen, dude, if that's what you want to do, you can try. Yeah. But these are the odds, man. It's tough. The hardest thing I, I try to say, and it's not for me, this is my opinion on, on what you just said. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. If it's what you want to do, give it a shot. Right. But also keep realistic expectations. Right. Like I Don't said. Don't put too much weight on, oh, I'm going to be like, in I'm going to do it. The G League, on and the then and, and then you're going to and then you don't make it and you're just completely devastated. I honestly I get I went out. I knew I didn't make it. And I was like, all right, I tried. And I'd like to. But but then you put we you started the podcast today with the participation trophy thing. Right. It, so I, but that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying ultimately is the experience of doing right it. well and like going through. so for me because i when when i played in grade school when i played basketball in grade school we kept score and we lost and what happened did we get bummed out that we lost no co- no oh, yeah. yeah we'd be like oh man we lost but then what would we do we go into practice work harder and right that practice would be the hardest we all ever worked you don't want to lose because it, we're yeah. like well i don't want to do that again yeah that's how you learn. The thing is, is you don't know what it's like to win if you've never lost. Right. You don't know what it's like to we all be defeated. Right. Our entire life. But like, the whole thing is to get you back wouldn't up know again. something is good if you didn't do something that was bad. Right. You just it. it that's how it works. That's life. Yeah. Like well said. <laughs> you need to you need to be able to fall and learn how to get back up from your failure. Yeah. Every in time. order to even feel what success is. Right. I mean, it's that simple. And, well, it's not simple to find that mindset, but once you have it, I mean, yeah. it, it is. It really and, is and, and also, more simple than people think it is. Uh, and also another thing is you had the means. You have the ability to try. Right. You had the funds to, to try. And you had the want, so why not? It was right. your decision. I honestly, Are you unhappy with the decision you had to do it? No, I, I'm completely 100% happy with the fact right that there. I did it. And I, I've had That's it in my head. I've there. had it in my head to, like, really apply myself and like fully, fully train for like a year and a half or whatever, and yeah. try again. But I always something stops me, like life, in my well, head. Life happened. Well, right. Well, not even that, because like it's. I mean, it's pretty much all the time is when I'm thinking about it. Oh, like okay, I, I feel okay. like, oh, I could. I def. I feel like if I really went at it. 
I, I would do it. But then those people kind of start popping in my head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, though you, I've told, I told them, like, I don't really care what you think. Right. I do. Like, to get, you, words of encouragement do help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, to say, you know, hey, eat, like I said, to be real even. Yeah. Hey, you want to give it a shot, man? Do your best, give it a shot, but the odds are slim. Well, what I really enjoyed, and that was never going to go, like, huge amounts. You won the sportsman, uh Chip trophy dude that was a fun league though i, enjoyed I lo- going yeah there. i like that league I dude watching. i won that because i was the only dude that didn't complain well, yeah but there's a there's something to be said for that right well i've always been a like a yeah. team and when you did first. get an opportunity to get on the court which you should have had way more yes you knew that we all knew that that's a but, you, but when you did you did something with it too you played ball and yeah you, but, but so, my main point for bringing that up go ahead what were you gonna say so my main issue that I have, I know I have it. This is the issue I have. I know I can play. Yeah. The problem is, is once I get out there on like a competitive level, I don't have enough confidence while I'm out there. Yeah. And that once you have literally no confidence while you're out there, you're going to play like but shit. But how do you get confidence while you're out there? Right. Being out Being out there and, and playing, and right. How are you going to get, get out there if you don't get out there? Right. Yeah. Well, and, like, because, like, it, it'll, it's hilarious to me because, like, I, I ran into a couple of the guys that were on one of my teams uh, when I went and played basketball. Just we were playing just for fun yeah. or whatever. At the Y? And we were, uh, no, at the uh, sports complex thing or whatever when you could pay, like, 10 bucks and go in there or whatever. Um, so I went there. And, they, you know, they recognized me and said, hey, you know, how you doing, whatever. And they were getting a five-on-five game going, so we ended up joining in there. And I was, you know, fully playing. I had the, I had my confidence level was up at the time and stuff like that, and I was, you know, I was playing. And one dude literally came up to me. He's like, dude, where the fuck was this? Yeah, yeah. Like, what what you been doing? Well, you and were, I'm like, I'm like, well, for one, I didn't get a lot of opportunity. You were on the court like a minute at a time. And, not and then, even. Not yeah. even. Well, no, like, I mean – there Maybe was times four, where I would be out there for a while. But did you get the ball a lot? No. No. Because there was ball hogs. But, well, it's not even just that. Not only just because they're ball hogs, though, but I I don't – I would focus on defense for right, one. Right, And then for two, I wasn't, like, seeking the ball. Really begging for it. Yeah. Well, no, because I because don't – Because of the because, confidence well, level. For, well, not even just that. For me, in my head, I'm like, dude – you want to win, you play as a team. Yeah. Give yeah. everybody the chance to do what they can do. Yeah. Um, don't just come out here thinking you're LeBron. I, just, I didn't I, – I, there was a couple times when I thought, well, some of this is a little bit hokey, but I look at the good. Well, that's what happens. Well, that's it what would, happens when you don't have, a like, a structure. coach or a structured, right. like, time for everybody to be out there. Right. Now, I don't like the whole everybody's got to play four minutes and all that kind of stuff. No. No, because here's the thing. If you're at the bottom of the bench – Right. And you're like, I want to play more. Yeah. Then do something to get yourself to a make higher a, level. Or make a, make, make a more effort. Level players right. play together and you'll right. play the whole game. You lose. Are you going to win every game? No. No. But, yeah, but that's, but that's, see, that's the thing too that I think would help my confidence level. So if I'm playing with a team that maybe not be that skilled right. and we're losing, I don't like to lose. No. Who likes to lose? Nobody no, likes nobody, to lose. Nobody likes it. Um, once I am out there and I take a couple of shots I make a couple of shots whatever um, I start playing defense whatever and once I'm playing for a little bit and I get into a that's what it really was for me I never really was able to get into a rhythm because I was always subbing in and out all the time yeah um, but once I do get into that rhythm and I do play and then I do lose 
that's where my competitiveness comes out and I'm an extremely, extremely competitive person. So like, I'm like, okay, I got to work. Like yeah. this is how, you know, if I want to win and I want to do something with Improve it. Improve yourself. But that, that can be carried over in all facets of life. And that's the wonderful right. thing about it. At the end of the day, the, the, the sports that we love are that they're sports, but golf, golf, there's a lot of annotations. I don't know if that's the proper word. I like words. Uh, but there's a lot of, of things that come into play in golf during a round of golf that are everyday life events. Right. Being one of them is being honest, you know, like we joke around. We'll have a breakfast ball once in a while. <coughs> we'll um, we'll, I, we'll we'll do this or we'll do that or, or close enough, you know, but ultimately in life, you have to take the shot. And right. The shot is the shot. And what the outcome is the outcome and you play it the way it lies. The things that we, the choices we make, the things that we do in life, there's a lot there with golf that comes true. All sports probably, but especially golf because it's you. Other, you brought this up uh, right. a few days ago. Other sports are mostly team orientated. Uh, golf, you're on your own. Yeah. Unless you're playing a, a two ball. Even when or you're playing whatever, a best ball or whatever, it, you're still your, you know. Yeah, it, it will affect your teammate, whatever, depending on what you do. But it's yeah. still like it's on you, man. Right. You like you're, you got to do swing. something. Yeah. If you're off, you're fucked. Right. Whereas if you're off in basketball, you can sit, you can sit down on yeah. the bench and not play, or you can defer to other people. Same with football. Same with all that kind of stuff. Right. You can kind of defer or sit. Was it just last summer that you were gonna go, or was that two years ago already? You were gonna go again? Uh, it was the direct it year was after. Something right in Racine. Oh yeah, so I found oh, a, a league. Yeah, so I found another like minor league type league where you actually like you can pay, you can pay and okay. stuff like that. Where it's it's a little bit more structured and it's a little bit more traveling. I think there was a couple of teams in Illinois, Michigan, and and Minnesota and stuff like that. Yeah, um, that I had found, uh, and there was a tryout there. And the year after I first tried out for the G League, I was going to go again. Okay, um, and I I didn't. Um, It'd be hard to pull off, but that's what I meant. Life happens. Well, you it's, got a job. Well, right. Life happens, and I have a job and all that. But really, there is times where I sit, I sit, and I think, and I go, you know, I work the perfect shift to to still do apply something my like that. right. Yeah. Because if I let's say okay, it's as simple as getting a YMCA membership or getting a membership where they have a basketball court accessible to me True. every single day and a gym every single day. Yeah. I work the perfect shift. I work 3 to 11. So that means I can come home, go to bed at 11, 30, 12, 30, even 1 o'clock, get up at 6, 7 a.m., 8 a.m., and go to the gym, get a workout in, come home, shower, go to work. Right. So there, I have the perfect schedule to do it, and then it's There's just the, something stops me. Well, and I, and I schedule don't Schedule is one thing, but also tiredness. I mean, because the job is taxing on us. And, well, right. Uh, the job is taxing, and like... Life you know, once taxing. you first start, you're going to be more, t you're going to yeah. more, you're going to more, you're going to tire yourself out from working out until you adjust to that, right. to, to doing that. Um, so like I have the schedule to do it. I just haven't done it. Right. Um, well, you've had other things though. Golf, uh, kind of became golf, a passion. Yeah. You, you put a quite a bit of your, your mental and physical time into and, and right. working on your game. And yeah, and, and, and that's spending. something definitely, you know, like I said on the past podcast, I'd like to do tournaments and stuff in right. golf or whatever like that. I'd like to do that leap basketball the, league again or whatever. For the competitiveness, but, and, but also just the realization that 
it is a recreational fun thing that you enjoy doing. Right. Become well, and, better. And, and at some point, you know, within the next 10 years or so, basketball is going to be harder and harder for me to do. Absolutely. Um, whereas, well, and that's the thing, too. You hear these stories of, like, that Andre Ingram guy who played on the Lakers for, like, two weeks or whatever, that played in the G League for, like, years or whatever, was, like, 40-something when he was a rookie and stuff like that. Yeah. That kind of stuff, I'm sitting there, like... That's a long road to Just hold. like there's times where I can, like, I, I'll watch the G League and be like, man, I could do that. Yeah. Like, I could play with these guys. I, right. I, I could play, I definitely believe I could, not NBA level. No, but. But I watch some of the G League games, I'm like, I could at least compete. Right. Like, I could at least, you know, hold my own in a league like that. And especially if I, like, fully trained and fully, like, got into it and worked out more and did all that kind of stuff, I, I think it'd be even closer you know, I'm not saying I'd be a starter or, you know, a G League MVP or anything like that. I don't think I'd necessarily get to that level. But a bench player in the G League getting at least a couple, you know, minutes in the game and, and having impact, I definitely think I could have an impact. It, it's sort of like the golf thing. If you Would we ever be like, you know, PGA even caliber? Even Corn no. Ferry Tour even right. is but, like. But if you didn't work, if you had the means to just practice every well, day. right, and that's what I always say. How good could you get? Right, that's what I always say is like a lot of these guys, they started in high school, they and that's all they did. And then when they were out of high school, if they didn't necessarily go pro right away or go college even, they didn't work, and that's what they did. Right. Well, yeah, I would get a lot better at pretty much anything yeah. if that's all I did all day long. Your that pole. was my job. Right. Because that's what it is. Like that's for these NBA players, even the G League players, that's their job. Yeah. They go to practice. They get coaching. They do all this stuff. They have trainers accessible to them all the time. They have all this stuff accessible to them all the time. Whereas for me, it's just me, man. Like if I, if I want to do it, I have to apply myself by myself. And I know once I got into the routine, I feel like I could do it. Yeah. But it's a matter of getting that routine started. And that's for anything. Right. You know, because you're kind of, once you already, you know, we're kind of already into a routine. And eventually your routine kind of becomes a rut, I guess you could say. But the thing is, if you're not unhappy, I don't think it becomes a rut. Because I'm not unhappy with oh. where I am in life by any means. Um, but would I like to apply myself and see what I could make of, whether it be basketball, golf, or anything like that, and just, you know, see what I can do? Yeah. yeah. I definitely think I'd like to try out for the G League one more time. Yeah. Not even to necessarily, like, hope I make it, but just to see kind of what level I am playing at because like some of these guys like I was talking with some of the guys there they played in college yeah division one division two uh, a lot of division two II, division three guys uh, but there was a guy there that's that that's what he does he travels to all the G League tryouts and tries out for each team yeah. and that's what he does yeah. um, and I think he ended up playing division two ball somewhere he has probably some form of whatever monetary uh, ability to do that he's right we have some, some kind of, kind of money income income or, yeah, coming yeah. from somewhere where he can do that it's a it's a it's a job kind of but it's more of a hobby right and who knows maybe, right maybe um yeah and it kind of came full circle too well, it's like how long have you been doing this now because i'd say you've uh grown into quite the uh I would say a very good podcaster. Podcasting? Um, how long have we been doing it? About well, the Jacob Sankey show hasn't been very long because I just started it, changed it from the was it from May? the previous ones. April, but I feel May? like it was just going into COVID. So, because yeah. we started the sports talk thing and then sports kind of shut down, and we were kind of like, "Oh fuck, how are we going to do this now?" Because um, we always say how much fun it is and we enjoy right. it immensely, but it's you're you're 
you've excelled at it. You're right. Well, and I think like if I could make something out of it and even get paid or, or do whatever like that, because that's just all sponsorships and right. you have to have listeners to get sponsorships. But um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I could definitely see myself doing and I even, you know, have I have looked into doing some type of sports broadcasting, something like that. Again, the problem is is it, it's the the type of field that that is. Um, there's not a lot of people and there's not a lot of jobs out there that are available. Right. But it's becoming easier because you can. It's just as easy as buying the equipment, learning how to use it, yeah. and making a podcast. And if you catch fire, you catch fire. Or just having a creative, nice voice that is heard and, and somebody says, I want this guy in the radio. Well, right. Uh, I think uh, kind of a I th- dying thing, but but part of the, like Jim Nance, yeah. like you hear that dude talk. He was born to be a broadcaster. Yeah. There's just no doubt about it. It's there. Um, like Bob Euchre. There's right. no doubt that he should have, you know, he was made for radio voice or voiceover stuff. Absolutely. Then you got like your Morgan Freeman and stuff like that. Yeah. It, their voice was made to like narrate a documentary. Orson Welles. Um, we will sell no time wine until it's time. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I've definitely enjoyed uh, podcasting stuff, and it'd be cool if I could make something out of it. Uh, but that only happens when you listen. And we need you to listen. So, if you, you know, even if you listen, and it may not necessarily seem like it's get for you, share it with somebody who you do think it would be for. Get you know, your, like that. I appreciated um, a friend of Noel, and I guess I, I guess I would consider her a friend, too. I, I haven't had too many conversations with her, but... Uh, Christina shared it on Facebook. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um. You know, I appreciate even if, and I even I've said this before. Even if you don't listen, right. if you share it with somebody, like, hey, someone, I, might this, like you it. know, do you would you listen to something like this? And they listen to it and they like it. Cool. Um. But yeah, and even too, if maybe you don't want to be a list, you don't want to listen, but you'd be on it yeah. and enjoy doing something like that, or have some ideas. Um, you do like to listen, right? And, ideas coming in. You know, so. And like I said, always an open invitation. Reach out. You know, yeah. come on, uh, come on, set up a day. We'll do a podcast, whatever. It's it's fun. It's definitely a lot of fun. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Talked a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, it's crazy to think, honestly, though, that uh, the Jacob Steinke show, when I just started, it's already at, we're already at 13. Yeah. Just reached over 100 plays total on each episode. Like, not 100 plays on one episode, but 100 plays total through the first 12. Right. Uh, so that's pretty cool. That's already more than the last one. The last well, the one was at about 68, way, 69. The only way is what you just said. The only way we can get there is to have people share and, and get it. Right, and that's the thing is, like, I'm not a big social media person, yeah. but, like, you almost have to have a social media presence in order to, to have something like this work. Right. So I'm going to have to step up my game on the social media I'll level. Be, I'll, I'll share more, too. I, I, I'd like to share the whole Spotify page so that they're I did, all available. So the... the, the Post I made last, I think I've seen it. Last the the night. one where I wrote a little bit longer. So that link is just to the link of the Spotify for that episode. Or for no, for the, for all the episodes, nice, just the the page of the the Jacob Sankey show on Spotify. Right. Um, and I, you can listen to it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, right on Anchor. Yeah. Where I post it, you can listen to it directly off of there. Uh, we're on a thing called Radio Public, I think it's called, and then uh, Breaker radio or something like that okay um so there's a couple we're on like four different apps include and then four different apps and anchor yeah and then anchor the, the one i posted on um they work to distribute it so hopefully we can get on apple Podcasts or something like that right um at some point but so, yes you're right it was me we got our mac our apple macbook 
2013 off marketplace on may 8th 2020 yeah so and that's that when we got it because that night is when we first, first podcast. podcast yeah it may was upstairs. Yeah. yeah so uh definitely have upgraded a lot of stuff and and right. progressed it as we've gone and um like I said, we're already the Jacobs Nike show has already surpassed the amount of plays each episode have gotten from the last one awesome. uh, through twelve, and we did twenty eight episodes in the last um, I, version I mean, of it. I don't so I, I'd love it to grow. I'd love it to to turn into this bigger thing, and but that's also, wonderful, right? But, but also, memories, if it doesn't, it is what it is. The memories we're right. making doing this every time. I I can't express how much it's fun. It's just so immensely fun, right? Uh, and such an outlet. It's relaxing almost. All right, because it's just sitting around talking. You just yeah. so happen to be talking into a microphone. It's, it's it's pretty much that's the difference. And I've always liked discussing and kind of debating and, and yeah. And we'll input. I'll try and find more topics to you know eventually we'll do one where we're de- we debate a little more, maybe disagree a little more. But uh, yeah. Uh, so we'll wrap it up there. Uh, thanks for coming, Mark. As always. Thanks for having me. As always. As I, always. I can't express enough how much I love. This. Um, thanks for the little bit of input you put in, Noel. I appreciate it. It was fun having mm-hmm. you here tonight, Noel. Yeah, Could I was do doing laundry, often. so multitasking. I'll try and get in a little more. That's all right. We'll one. try and do another episode. I want to try and do another episode with uh, Brad, Chrissy, and you and me. Try and do another just one of those. Me and you. Do you enjoy and it as even, well? Yeah, I've tried to do just me and her and stuff yeah, like I that. Yeah, I did one. enjoy it. Yeah, it's fun once you get into it, and that's what I think it is. Is like. At first, you're like, ah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then you do it, and you're like, oh, that was kind of fun, actually. Yeah. Um, so if you it listen. It was fun when Chrissy did jump on. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think, you know, and we'll find more topics. We'll find different things to talk about, and uh, we'll continue to progress as best we can. And if you listen, thanks for listening, and share it amongst whoever you want to share it amongst. i just trying to get it out there. So uh, thanks for listening.